This is Leo in our series on COPD, or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, or chronic lung disease. We'll talk about healthy versus sick lungs, emphysema versus chronic bronchitis, ways to diagnose lung disease, and alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. Here's healthy versus a sick lung. In a healthy lung, the bronchial tubes are clear and inflammation-free. The alveolar sacs expand and collapse with each breath. Oxygen moves through the air sac walls into the blood, and carbon dioxide moves from the blood into the air sac wall to be expired. In a sick lung, the alveoli lose their elasticity and shape, and it's hard to squeeze that air out of them. The air gets trapped in the lungs. Bronchial tubes become inflamed and narrowed. Thick mucus forms, causing a chronic cough. Speaking of a chronic cough, there's a thing called smoker's cough, or chronic bronchitis. That's different from emphysema, and these two are by far the most common types of chronic lung disease. Now, what's the difference? In a chronic bronchitis perspective, you have much more of a focus on inflammation and excess mucus of the bronchi, the airways to the lungs, so much so that it's difficult to get air in and out of the lung. With emphysema, again, it's the injury to the air sac itself or the alveoli. So, so even though you could get air in, there's just not that much surface area to exchange carbon dioxide and oxygen. Now, how do we diagnose chronic lung disease? Well, you can get arterial blood gases. One of the key things that we'll get is a lung function test where you breathe in and breathe out as hard as you can. Uh, one of the big things that we'll see is in most people with chronic lung, the amount of air that they can push out in one second is greatly decreased. So we'll measure that as a ratio of the total vital capacity, the total amount we can breathe in versus the amount we breathe out. So that's a lung function test. You also get a six minute walk. That helps us understand your pulmonary function. We also actually look at AAT or AA deficiency alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. That's a genetic problem, which we'll describe in just a minute. And then, of course, obviously, there's the x-ray or CT scan. Now, we mentioned alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. What is it? Here's the thing. It's a way that our alveoli the air sacs in the lung lose their elasticity, lose their surface area. So there's not enough surface area for oxygen and carbon dioxide to be exchanged. Now, how does that happen? That happens from too much destruction of the collagen, the connective tissue in those alveoli. Well, how does that happen? It's a thing called antitrypsin deficiency. You see, when there's inflammation, you have to be able to dissolve proteins in dead cells to dissolve them and get them out, move them out of the way, so you can clean up the mess. Protease is an enzyme which dissolves protein. Now you have to be careful, there has to be a balance, because if there's too much protease activity, too much protein dissolving going on, you can lose healthy functioning protein. And that's exactly what happens with an alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. You get too much protease and not enough slowing down of that protease. You see, alpha-1 antitrypsin actually slows down the proteases in the immune cells, the neutrophils. If you don't have enough alpha-1 antitrypsin, you don't have anything slowing down the protein dissolving components of the protease in the neutrophils. That then results in problems with 
the liver with cirrhosis, as well as problems with the lungs and other body parts as well. This is a genetic problem. It's what we call transmitted in a way that we call autosomal recessive. Now what that means is if two people that have this problem have kids, 25% of their kids will have two good genes. 50% of their kids will have one good gene and one bad gene. They will be carriers, but they won't have the disease. 25% or one out of four kids will get the bad gene from the mom and the bad gene from the dad and therefore will end up with alpha-1 antitrypsin deficiency. Thank you for your interest. Thank you for listening. For more information, please visit our website at prevmedhealth.com. To learn more, watch our videos on YouTube at Ford Brewer MD MPH. Thank you very much for your interest.